0: With us right now, Joel Freund. Joel, you are the founder and CEO of Fluix Media. You're found on the web at fluixmedia.com. That's F L U E X Media.com. Joel, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Well, give us an overview of your work. Uh, I'm I'm really excited to have this conversation.
1: So, Fluix Media is a company that is uh, helping people um, building their presence on LinkedIn. Many of the very popular accounts that you see on LinkedIn, FluX is behind them.
0: In, in which ways?
1: So most of our clients are people who are either executives and bigger companies or CEOs mm-hmm. or founders themselves, and they want to have a LinkedIn presence, a good LinkedIn presence for whatever the reason is but um it takes a fair amount of time to do it right and um and um we are the company that a lot a lot of them are delegating this kind of work to
0: yeah um so well then we're going to be talking about linkedin for the rest of this conversation <laughs> all right so uh, for those who maybe maybe skeptical or those who maybe have kind of given up on linkedin what is the opportunity that they may be missing out on?
1: So LinkedIn is a massive networking event. You have people from across all the industries. The Almost the entire world is there. The business community. It's the biggest networking networking event. It runs 24-7, 365, and, um, and it's just there. So. You can do it at whatever you want. You can go to a networking event and waste your time. And you can go to a networking networking event and pitch everyone and make everyone upset, make everyone mm-hmm. st- um, um, run away. Or you can go to a networking networking event and build relationships. You can look for people that are that you want to engage with. That you want to build a relationship with whether they, they are potential clients or they can introduce you to other cl- to potential clients or they can introduce you to whatever just like you would do in normal life the reason why most people are not successful on linkedin or 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 the same thing as in any social platform is that there's a plastic screen standing between you and the people and that fools people into thinking that this is some this is somehow different People are going to be people. and Human beings are going to be human beings. And the rules don't change just because you're sitting behind a plastic screen. So whatever you wouldn't do at a live networking event, don't do it on LinkedIn.
0: That's interesting. You know, thinking about the content that we share um, and also how people misbehave on LinkedIn, I think we've all experienced it, uh, where, you know, let's say it's someone that I don't know, and they're using LinkedIn sales navigator. And the very first thing they do is come at me and say, Hey, how would you like to have a discovery call to talk about, you know, how we can decrease your IT savings? And I'm like, what? So, how are you? so irrelevant. And also, like, could you imagine going up to a party and just bum rushing somebody and immediately that's kind of your opening salvo there. I mean, that's what those folks are doing. So that's what not to do. And any other thoughts on what not to do on LinkedIn? Yeah, I was in the telecom
1: space before I started this company. And I can't tell you how many times I got messages from telephone companies pitching me phone service for the exact same thing that I'm selling. So, um, you know, there's nothing more off-putting than messaging someone and it's pretty obvious that it's just spam it's just you just mass messaging everyone don't do that this is not a, this is not email marketing this is actually people are using linkedin to network and cr- to create relationships and looking for opportunities and they're open to engage in business that's why they're here that's why they're coming on the platform and you just you're just killing an opportunity. You're just breaking relationships. You're destroying every opportunity, every potential for a relationship
0: there is. You're just destroying
1: it. Don't do that.
0: Yeah. All right. So let's talk about what we should, let's talk about maybe specifically about how we should be showing up on LinkedIn. And you kind of uh, kind of tipped this off just a little bit earlier, but uh, what, what is a, you know, someone that's really getting a lot of value and sharing a lot of value on LinkedIn. How might their presence look? Like what sort of activity are they doing? And and again, just for context, again, this is what Fluix does. And we'll talk specifically about how Fluix helps in just a moment, but I'd love to maybe just kind of maybe put a pin on some best practices for LinkedIn today. Yeah.
1: So everything Flux is doing, everyone else could do themselves. You don't, you don't really need Flux for anything. Flux is really just, just, just doing it for people who really exhausted their time and they really don't have time for it. And there's a very small niche. It, the, the niche of people that need our services are fairly small. So most people, for most people, you can do it all yourself. I'm going to tell you the basics, but the, 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 it's not rocket science. It's very, very simple. You're going onto the platform you are a human being trying to engage with other human beings so that comes across and not only in the private messages but in the content if you want to if you want to talk if you want to put out content you are going to talk about things that are actually helping other people other people are going to either find value in it they're going to be helped by the content that you're putting out so you're sharing information that is relevant to your audience that is actually helping them there is value in it or you're establishing and when you share value you're establishing your credibility because if you know if you are if you know what you're talking about then okay this guy knows what he's doing And you actually help someone and you establish your credibility at the same time. Also, you can share things that you would share at a networking event or when you meet someone, just just when you meet someone that you want to create a relationship with. Imagine you walk in the street. Imagine you're you're walking the street and you see a person that you're after. This is a person that you're trying to get for a long time. You couldn't get an appointment with him, whatever. Okay, and you just bumped into him in the street, and the person has nothing to do, he has time now, he's waiting for someone, and he actually has time to talk to you. What do you want to tell them? What are you telling them? What do you want them to know about yourself that you think that's gonna increase the chances of you doing business with that person? What is it? Are you gonna walk up to him and tell him how great your big company is or why they should buy from you? No, you would start. You would try to find common ground you would try to find something that you can actually have a, a conversation with them anything about business you would try to open yourself up so if the person is into maybe the person is into sports baseball you're yeah. have a conversation about baseball normal
0: people say th- normal things that normal exactly. people talk about. Like at a, exactly at
1: a, at a networking event right like no it's- just have a normal conversation so yeah that needs to come across in the content that needs to come across in your private messaging and I actually we actually have a a, I I created a little video where I show people how actually to go from engaging in content engaging in comments going to private messaging and how to start a conversation in a way that is just creating a relationship rather than just just cold pitching and spammy kind of message that we all there were that we're all used to getting um and if maybe i can we can find a way how i can get it to your audience maybe i'll put out an email if someone wants to get this this piece i can send it out mm-hmm. but uh, we walk we walk them through the exact steps and how to do it the, to do it the right way people ask me do you use sales navigator no i don't because i don't want to i don't want to do anything i don't want to do a single activity on linkedin that is an a mass activity i don't want to do a single activity that is just spamming people Everything I do is thought out. I spend time on each lead, a couple of minutes researching them, looking up everything I, I can. It it could take. It takes you three minutes to search, to research a person in today's day and age. You look them up on LinkedIn, Twitter, yep. Facebook, Instagram. If they have a website, you can find it in a second. Anything that's that's available. You should look at before you send the person a message. And then when you message them it's specific you know what you know what the person likes you know what he's into you know how to start a conversation with them it's it's not it's not that
0: difficult just needs a little bit of brain space yeah um well this is really interesting because i think um i've heard before right where people are like no no you can only talk business on linkedin right this personality stuff is not the place for <laughs> Not not the domain of LinkedIn. It sounds like you're, I agree with you. I, I mean, it's just, it's weird and boring, you know, if it's devoid of personality and humanness. 90%
1: of content on LinkedIn is business only. It's true. But it's also true that 90% of content on LinkedIn are getting one or two likes with almost yeah. zero attraction. And tell me exactly for what purpose you're doing it what does it do for you if no one sees it Mm. there's no point I I know I know it's uncomfortable it's very uncomfortable and people in business especially professionals, especially seasoned professionals and the way you you call them I like that term the adults the 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 what what was that adult um
0: adulting yeah business adulting
1: (laughs) yeah so those people specifically they don't like and it's very uncomfortable and it's hard to in to to have to, to not be completely buttoned up when you're in business it's hard I know it's hard. it's hard for me I, I'm the same personality it's it was torture for me at first
0: mm.
1: every single post was like it's very hard but you can do marketing one of two ways you can spend a lot of money ton of money or you can give up a little bit of the comfort, comfortability and it's just it just works a lot better than money
0: yeah um okay so how does fluix work with your clients what are you doing exactly or what does your company do
1: so um our clients are people who are who want to be on linkedin they need they want to do it and they just don't have the time for it so we would do it a to z for them so the process is very simple it's a unique process where we start with a discovery where we're we, we're building out a foundation of voice the voice of the customer we're getting to learn everything that mm-hmm. is about the person about their business we're building out the foundational tools so we understand them not only from a business perspective and a business branding, but on a personal branding. We need to understand every nuance of how they speak, how they express themselves, words that they use, words that they never use, So because it needs to be their content. And then we're having weekly calls, about 30 minutes every single week, where we're having a conversation. And it's specifically targeted towards extracting content. The person doesn't realize what's content and what, the, what is not content. We're just having a regular conversation and we're taking those recordings, we're turning that into content. And of course, everything goes through an approval process. The client approves the content before it goes live. But yeah. but but most people, when they start LinkedIn, they don't know what, what is content, what is yeah. post-worthy, what should I share, what should I talk about? So we kind of take the whole stress away we're just having a conversation get the information out we write it up and and then with the client's approval we start posting those stuff the the posts are exactly the client's words we're actually using their words and their expressions so it's exactly their content but without the pressure of creating content without the without any pressure you don't need to be thinking about content everything is being done on the back end and it's still your own content it's not it's not um, ghost writing um making stuff up um, yeah. from the internet it's 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 real it's real they're real insights they're real they're real um, co- um content
0: yeah and then so obviously I think a lot of folks are listening they're like well this all sounds good um but what I need at the end of the day is uh, you know new conversations new uh connections I I need to a business development or sales um how do you then kind of make that final connection so that they say that they can have a an offline conversation or you know a a conversation outside of just you know commenting on posts that sort of thing
1: so the way we do it is we built based on what the clients um based on the client's goals we figure out what the goals are on LinkedIn where do you want to go what who is the ideal client we work on all those foundational stuff in the beginning and then we design a strategy on how the content is specifically targeted to talk to those audiences get them in and then when they engage with your content the about page we want to Get them to check out your about page. That's the yeah. primary goal. We want to get the 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 profile views By, uh, by about
0: page, do you mean LinkedIn profile? The LinkedIn or, profile. Yeah. LinkedIn profile. Yes. I agree. We want to get people I, to amazing. look at the profile. Yeah. Just profiles alone. I'll just. I, sorry to interrupt, Joel. Um, but. There is, I mean, there's so much opportunity. I, I I dare say 95, 98% of people listening here, you have so much more potential on your LinkedIn profile to spend a little bit more time and, um, you know, make it easier for people to get to know you. I can, I,
1: I, for the life of me, I don't get it how people still... You you look at ninety nine percent I would say it's ninety nine percent of profiles yeah. are not properly written up, and it's just it's just it just i I just don't i I spend on my website twenty thousand dollars, okay. The best copy in the world we really nailed it. I have hundreds of people looking at my about page every single day. I hardly have maybe with SEO with everything I have a hundred two hundred that's a good a good week. on on the website the about page is the first place people go this is where people look you up it doesn't matter if you're looking for Mm -hmm. a job or you're the ceo of i don't know which company if they don't know you they put your name into google the first thing that will pop up will be your linkedin profile try it put in your name on google look look what happens and not to utilize the the linkedin profile properly just what a waste of an opportunity this is the first place people will go to look who, to look you up yeah, it doesn't matter when, whether you're in sales whatever absolutely. you do this is the place so if you're not having a, a a LinkedIn profile it's it's almost like it's almost like you don't exist it's almost like you're having a retail store but you don't have a storefront it's almost like you're having an e-commerce store but you don't have you don't have a website like how how do you exist in business
0: yeah. Uh, if, uh, for example, Joel, I just Googled you, Googled your name, because I want to, let's say, I, I'm, I've i heard about you. Someone was talking about you. I heard you on a podcast. So then I Google you. Uh, and it, by the way, everyone who's listening to this, you can play along. Go ahead and Google yourself. Uh, again, people's Google results are going to be a little different, you know, depending on who you are. But I Googled you, Joel, you're, you're number one. <laughs> your number one uh, Google re- uh, response or Google search result is your LinkedIn profile. And Joel, exactly. how how much control does someone have over their LinkedIn profile? Like to, to communicate about anything you want there. <laughs> You've got, yeah. your, LinkedIn so, gives so you near limitless control. You, you can, can do whatever any- you want. Exactly. Literally whatever you want. What does the uh, process look like uh, for engagement? Like, who are you? Well, let me ask you this. Who are you typically working? Like, who would make a really, really great introduction? Like, um, maybe based on kind of the work that they're doing, size of company, budget, that sort of thing. Like, who should be working with Fluix?
1: Companies, the best companies that work with Fluix are companies. They have an established sales team. They're already, they have figured out already their sales process and, um, They're looking to incorporate LinkedIn Into their overall marketing strategy This is where Usually where a fluX comes in We take over the account From the face of the company And we establish that We're putting a human touch to the brand In other words If you think about The difference between What's the difference between GM and Tesla It's sort of you understand that when you there is a connection, when there's a human connection to a brand, it changes the dynamics completely. It's a different world. It opens up limitless opportunities. It just creates a whole new life. So that's what we that that this is where we come in and we will develop the 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 human element of the marketing piece. But but really this is something that every single person could do. You don't need a fancy company to do it for you. you. All you need to do is spend a little bit of time every day consistently and just work, 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 just work on it. Set up your about page, set up your headline. Don't write your title. No one is interested in your title. <laughs> this is the most most expensive piece of real estate that you'll you'll ever have on this world. Is the first three lines of the of the headline and You're right. Your page. You put in your name on LinkedIn. The first, the result is going to be the LinkedIn profile. The first thing that people are going to see is going to be the headline. Why do you, would you pull po- you would you waste that for CEO, CTO, CMO means nothing. No one knows what what you are. No one knows what you stand for. No one. You want to put in something that is going to give people something to know about you, or pique the curiosity so they open up your profile and they read the rest of it. Something. The yeah. title is just just you just wasted the most expensive piece of real estate you have.
0: Brilliant. Very very cool. Uh, Joel, your website fluixmedia.com someone's been listening to our conversation. What's their next step?
1: So you can go on fluixmedia.com, you can schedule a call and um, we will will tell you all you need to know about making make, making the decision. But 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 I'm going to I'm going to say that, that again if you if you have a little bit of time, people are getting intimidated by all those LinkedIn gurus and professionals and coaches. And they think that it's really so complicated that they they want to hire a professional because they don't know how to do it. It's not. LinkedIn is not designed for professional. It's not designed for, you don't need to be a coder to do LinkedIn. It's designed for regular people, just like everyone just like you and me, like, just like everyone else. And if you know how to use Gmail,
0: you'll know how to use LinkedIn. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Joel Frund. this has been a great conversation. Again, your website, fluixmedia.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much.